What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode eight of season three. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it is your boy, Bruins and Celtics. Bruno, Kurt, it needs no explanation. I haven't thought about baseball in months. I don't even know what a baseball is. Bruins and Celtics all the way. Who cares that the Celtics look pathetic this year? Who cares that the Bruins, I've watched like one second of one game. Kurt, Bruins and Celtics all the way. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but Kurt, baseball, What? what is, I don't even know what baseball is. That's not a sport. Yeah, I, Kurt, I, it hasn't even crossed my mind. I don't think I've ever mentioned baseball on this podcast. Not even we once. Ha- we've never talked about it. Not, not even once. So uh, we did not, we did not end the last episode by giving predictions for Game Three of a certain series. We did not do that. We did uh, not do that. Kurt, as far as I'm concerned, the NFL is a one game in the playoffs at a time. There's no series in the NFL, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. A little high, <laughs> little high stakes action. <laughs> love it, baby. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I have watched the Celtics, and I wish I hadn't because it's not Yeesh. good so far. Yeesh. The Bruins are the Bruins are playing pretty well. They're like what three and one, four and one, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I will say the Bruins. It takes me the longest to get into. I always watch like the first game, and then after that, I'm like, eh, we'll get there yeah. by the middle of the season. Well, and, the Bruins you know. have been so good for like the last five years, but they always find a way to break your heart. So it's always like, meh, you know, they'll be there at the end, and then they'll break your heart. Yeah, I do love, though, for Tuca, I know he's out right now with injury, but I do always love being like two U's, two K's, two points, baby. For those who don't know, two points means a W. Dub. Dubs. Well, yeah, uh, we don't talk about baseball. so Yeah, so, Kurt, uh, certainly no baseball will be talked. But, Kurt, guess what? This is what? not a baseball podcast, Kurt. This what is, is a motherfucking football podcast, baby. It Even is. though playing the field, there's lots of types of fields. In this case, it refers specifically to Kurt Field and not a baseball field. So, Correct. Kurt, are you ready to play this field? Play the field. Play. <laughs> we were going to play it. I was going to say play my field, but then I was like, hmm. <laughs> well, Kurt, I don't know if I want that. Kurt, actually. let's talk privately after the, uh, the recording's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, after, I mean? yeah after, after the red light goes off. After the red go- uh, light goes off. Well, Kurt, let me tell you, the red light has gone off for the Denver Broncos season because, my God, the Denver Broncos are pathetic, dude. Last, thir- last Thursday night, they played the Broncos in maybe one of the contenders for the most irrelevant games of the year. I know Thursday Night Football, Kurt, we're, we're, I think, what is it known for? Jags-Titans? That's like the classic Thursday classic. Night matchup. absolutely. This was right on par for that. The, Brown- the Browns had uh, Baker out. They had Kareem Hunt out. They had Nick Chubb out. So we had Case Keenum starting. And my the, God. Hold on. <laughs> Case Keenum is the quintessential Thursday night football quarterback. Quint essential Thursday night cor- uh, quarterback. My- Quint. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> la la land. La la banana, banana land. They, so they did get Jarvis Landry and OBJ back, but even still, they, you know, the Browns won 17 to 14. Out of nowhere, running back sensation Darnest Johnson had 22 carries for 146 yards and a touchdown. Kind of a cool story. He was like trying out for XFL teams, and it was like good to see for him. Like you always love those long shot stories that pay off. But at the end of the day, the Browns lost the game. They lost Von Miller to an ankle injury, and their season's probably just lost. So uh, yeah. sad to see. Insane that that team started three and zero. We were like, whoa, the Broncos playoff team. Yeah. No, no, simply not a playoff team. Cutting. You know who's. You know who's not a playoff team either? Mm. Oh, ho, ho. the Washington football team. Yuck. 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 Bruno, the team that I was like, oh, my God, their defense is going to carry them. Uh, they're going to win the NFC East. Blah, blah, blah. Well, ho, I could not have been more wrong about anything in my life. They lose this week 24-10 to 10, uh, to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers throws three touchdowns, all the different receivers. They pretty much dominated. It wasn't like a... 
it was like a quiet domination though a little you know no yelling involved just just a little quiet um packers defense totally came to play taylor heineke did not do anything through the air bruno but he did do things with his legs he had 95 yards and a touchdown uh the the best moment of this entire game I know where you're going with this. You better know where I'm going with it because Taylor Heineke does the Lambo leap and the play gets called back. It didn't even count. Yikes. You can't do that. You're It's over. You can't do You cannot Lambo leap on a play that gets called back. You look like an asshole. Idiot. Idiot. Um, Packers are now 6-0 and since losing the home opener where we were like, is Aaron Rodgers blowing <laughs> it up? Is he sabotaging it from the inside? No, he's not because the Packers are rolling. Uh, Kurt, you'd love to see that from the Packers. Heineke, it might just be career over after that move. Kurt, you know who else's career is over? Take one guess. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, I, baby. <laughs> did you like, Ryan, like what I did with that? I, just, I was going to say Jackson, Brittany, <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. The whole clan of the Mahomes. Because, Kurt, guess what? The Chiefs, I can't say enough about them. They are dead, Kurt. They are they're gone. Was that a T.I. song? Dead and Gone? Oh, Dead and Gone. Yeah, it kind of was. Dead and Gone. That was a great song. Um, they're buried. They're destroyed. They're done, Kurt. They are also finished, which is not done, but separate from finished. The, it is over, 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 Kurt, however you want to take it. Over. Kurt, if you got any more adjectives that are this fun to say about the Chiefs, feel free to join in because, Kurt, they are fucking Dunzo McTunzo. Pathetic. Pathetic. And Kurt, I have no worries at all that I'm possibly doing this way too early in the season. I have literally no concerns that I'm doing this way before all the football oh. has been played this year. Kurt, I'm ready to say it, and it's definitely happening. The Kurt, the the Kurt. The Chiefs are just dead and they're trading Patrick Mahomes to the Bears. Who says no? Who says no? Uh the, <laughs> probably most of Kansas City would say no to that. But I will say this. I did say at the beginning of the year, one of my bold predictions was that the the Chiefs don't make the AFC championship game. Homie. Are they going to make the playoffs? Playoffs? They, I mean, they'll probably make the playoffs. They'll turn it around. It's just like it's it's a staggering stat. A staggering stat. Say that five times fast. Please don't, actually. Yeah, I'm um, do. But I saw this, uh, this tweet today, which really kind of put things into perspective for me for the Chiefs. Okay. So it says Patrick Mahomes' record as a starter. 2017, 1-0. Mm. 2018, 12-4. 2019, 11 and 3. 2020, 14 and 1. 2021, 3 and 4. He has tied the most losses in a regular season throughout his entire career, and they've played seven games. Oh my God! Feed me all of these stats. Bro. Give me all of the stats. They are just—they're dead. They're, they're dead and dead. gone. Thank they're you, Ti. Dead and gone. Shout out, Ti. Kurt, uh, I don't know if you heard me say that they're dead, but they're not making the playoffs. Kurt, I said they're dead. So I'll forgive yep. you for saying they're going to turn around because I did say that they are dead before you say that. Anyways, jumping really quick back to the game, the Titans were coming off a win against the Bills. A lot of people were thinking that the Titans would have the classic letdown game against the Chiefs. I well, said that. Yep, it I wasn't. Did. I did say that. Yep. You know, Kurt, that's yep. fine. I've said many things I don't want to talk about uh, in up. terms of pick six. Well, it, Kurt, it was the Chiefs who let everybody down because, Kurt, they went down 27 nothing in the first half. Derrick Henry threw a touchdown pass. The Titans were just stunting in the Chiefs' faces. They did whatever they wanted in the first half. Go up 27 nothing, and then the Titans were like, eh. We're good. Meh. Like, yeah, we're, we're chilling. The Chiefs finished with one pathetic field goal in the second half. Patrick Holmes did take a tough hit late, and they thought he had a concussion. I think I saw you can confirm this. I think he saw I saw he cleared the concussion pro protocol, so he's fine. So you can't even use that as an excuse. So, Kurt, all of a sudden, the Chiefs, you know, 
I'm not making this comparison, but a lot of people have gone on the Patriots' case for who they've beat this year, for the record. The Chiefs have lost to every single good to mediocre team that they've played, and all they've beaten are some other lifeless corpses. I think they beat the Washington football team, who are dead. They beat the Eagles, who are dead, and I forget who the other team the Chiefs beat was, but the, the Chiefs are largely unimpressive, and Kurt, I simply, simply cannot be enjoying this anymore. No, it's the best. I texted you during our game, um, the Patriots game yesterday, when the Patriots were up big. I was like, I don't know what I'm enjoying more, the Patriots game or the fact that the <laughs> Chiefs are losing like this. There's great. nothing There's nothing I like more uh, than the Chiefs losing. Here's two more points about the Chiefs. Number one, I think this goes to show how hard it is to keep a dynasty going. Yep. And I don't even claim the Chiefs a dynasty. Like, I don't nope. think they are. I mean, were they a fringe dynasty? Yeah, I'll give them fringe. Eh. But they were not a dynasty. They couldn't even get. They couldn't even make it to the dynasty level or let alone maintain it there. So the fact that the Patriots did what the Patriots did for 20 years, unbelievable, simply will never happen again. Number two, something that uh, listeners of Playing the Field have learned exclusively over the last couple episodes on this show. They they goddamn know about the transitive property right now. Fuck yes. Hell yes. So, Bruno, the Titans beat the Chiefs. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. The Jets beat the Titans. <laughs> the Patriots beat the Jets oh. twice. Are we two times better than the Chiefs in every in every in every facet? Two times better. Mathematically confirmed. Confirmed and we're not math guys, but I will just say the Chiefs like you said, we well like we've stated dead and gone and they have some problems. So will they get it figured out? Who knows? Hopefully nope. not. I would love nothing more than them <laughs> to not figure it out. You know who hasn't figured it out either? The Miami oh. Dolphins, except for the time where they beat us. So transitive property oh are the Dolphins God. better? God. Hey, at least we can say that Dolphins are better than Chiefs. Okay, I'll take that. Yep, just skip the, skip the last part. But <laughs> Dolphins better than the Chiefs. <laughs> Dolphins lose again this week. Falcons win 30-28 to in actually one of the most exciting games of the week. High-key the most exciting, but also low-key, but also high-key. Mm. So Falcons go back and forth all game with the Dolphins. They end up winning uh, the game on a game-winning field goal by our boy, Bruno. Our absolute our boy. home boy. Young Ho, cool. Is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah, just okay. like that. Exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> Young Ho, cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they win and the time expires. Dolphins went up 7 nothing, but the Falcons ended up scoring 20 straight points in this game, which is kind of crazy considering how close it was in the end. Tua did throw four touchdown passes, but in the same breath, two absolutely ridiculously bad throws that led to interceptions. So for everything pretty much Tua gives, he also taketh away. Yep. Uh, our boy Cordero Patterson. Corderell? Corderell. Uh, <laughs> he continues to do awesome for Atlanta. I'm really happy that he's kind of found a niche role there with them. Um, and Kyle Pitts, someone who I said was going to be one of the best three players in the draft this year, is balling like one of the best three players in the draft from this year. Um, he, he had an unbelievable game. He's the one who got caught the pass from Matt Ryan um, in the two-minute drill to get them into field goal range to win the game. So shout-out Kyle Pitts. Shout-out Matt Ryan. Shout-out the Falcons. Uh, no shout-outs for the Dolphins. None. Absolutely none, Kurt. Uh, going from one low-key but also high-key but also low-key, one of the more exciting games of the year, to one of the no-key, hopefully you didn't watch games of the year, we had the Giants against the Panthers. Kurt, there were three scores in the first half, excluding 0-0. Three scores. Uh, I'll give them to you. We got 3 nothing. We got 3-2. And we got 5-3. Kurt. Huh? 
Oh, Bruno, a literal, <laughs> we don't talk about baseball. It's not a baseball podcast. Yeah. Those are three baseball scores. Yeah, you could say that, or you could say some international football kind of scores. Football? Football. football. But anyways, yeah, just bananas first half, uh, looking like exactly what you'd expect from two pretty bad teams. At least in the second half, the Giants came out swinging and kind of had a dominant second half. They ended up winning 25-3, to right? So they went down 3 nothing and won, scored 25 in a row. Yep. Daniel Jones, yeah, he actually, I mean, Kurt, we're, we're struggling to give him compliments here, but he is missing like every single starting running back, wide receiver, and tight end on the roster. So yeah. all things considered, he played well given the circumstances against, you know, albeit a struggling Panthers defense. He also had this, I don't know if you saw this, he had like oh, an I OBJ like catch on. I think it was the flea flicker. It was some, yeah. some sort it was of crazy a play. Sweet play. Yeah. So, you know, I, that's going to be the image that comes out of this game. That's probably good PR for Daniel Jones. So he'll definitely take that. Kurt, tell me if this comparison uh, resonates with you or not. Sam Darnold, he continues his transformation. This is what I was thinking when I, when I was watching. He continues his transformation into a snail without a shell. Thoughts? I'm going to need more more information about that. <laughs> Isn't a snail without its shell a slug? Uh, I fit, wait, are, I don't know. Where I'm do slugs big, reside? I In my head, it's a slug is a snail without a shell. But I feel like slugs are like swamp creatures and snails are like ocean creatures. Do snails really? Is that is that an ocean creature? I don't know. I, I, I fancy myself a little bit of a marine biologist, so I'll prepare a report. Um, I am not sure about slug. Maybe they're cousins. Hold on. We're gonna, you know what I'm going to do right now? This has never yeah. happened before on live research. playing the field. No. Oh. I'm going to call in Stats Guy, and I want to tell That I, is hilarious. I'm gonna, and she doesn't – oh, Abby doesn't understand this yet, but I'm going to need her to figure out um, if, what, 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 a, the, what is the relation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're going to put her on speakerphone. I don't know if anyone will be able to hear this. Maybe if she doesn't pick up, that would be really bad. Do we have the technology? I don't know. This is wild. Are we having fun, everybody? <laughs> I hope she says something stupid. Hopefully. She might be in a meeting right now, actually. Which would be really sad. Is everybody enjoying their time? I hope they're <laughs> loving it. Wait, I'm waiting on bated breath right now. It's, she's not going to pick up. God dang it, stats guy. Hello. We'll see. Stats guy. Hi. Hi. You are you're don't say anything stupid. You're actually on. <laughs> you're being recorded right now. That is actually really cool. Really cool. Alright. Bruno and I just got wildly off topic. I know you're shocked about that, okay? We have something for you to look up so when you come back shortly here, <laughs> we need an answer to it. Okay? Did you forget that I'm literally on a work call? I did forget that she's on a work call. This is also <laughs> this is also a work call. I had to end it and lie and say that there's another coworker calling me because I didn't want to say, hi, my friend who's currently <laughs> recording a podcast live is recording me. Kurt, I mean, tell her why we called. Do you mind if I answer? Well, you're, you can't hear it, but Bruno is dying laughing. Um, so we have a very, very, very much more important than your work call thing that you need to look up. You need, to, you need to tell us the difference between a snail and a slug, and if a snail is an ocean creature. I feel like I could tell you that just off the top of my head. All right, big brain girl, what is it then? A slug is a fat worm, and a snail no. is a slightly less fat worm with a shell like <laughs> Gary from SpongeBob. And yes, a snail is an ocean creature because big they're on dogs. rocks all the time big at the beach. Dogs. All right, Let's go. Slugs are like lake creatures. I said swamp, but that's close he's, enough. He's, he said swamp. All right, I guess I'm just stupid. Stats guy, thanks. Creatures. I'm going back to my swamp no, after no, this. No, what? no, no. Um, 
Now I'd like your definition. Well, no, I literally said that I said a slug is a snail without the shell. Oh, well, I guess yeah, but oh, thank bigger you. Bigger and fatter. Well, I didn't talk. I don't. I don't objectify my animals, my creatures. Well, I, I said a snail is like that, but smaller with a shell. Okay. So we, we need to find out. Tell, okay. Okay. Br you can't hear Bruno. Bruno, what are you saying, Bruno? I'm saying we need to find out the relation. Are they literally the same species? Just one has a shell and one doesn't. That's what we need to know. We need to figure out if there's a relation. Are they are they of the same species? So. All right. Let me get my glasses on. I'll do my research. Sorry for interrupting your work call. No, I'm not sorry. Bruno's not sorry. All right. We'll talk to you soon. I have very important business to take care of right now. So, so do we. So do we. So goodbye. No, that's that's the business. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Kurt. Do you, just really quick before we get back on topic, does this mean anything to you? King Philip came over for grape soda. You know what King that is? King Philip came over. That's something weird to come over, but all right, what? Uh, so no, Kurt. Uh, first of all, incorrect. <laughs> Second of all, all my science nerds out there, I'm not a math guy, Kurt. Some are saying maybe I'm a science guy. Oh wait, uh, is this that chart thing? Like, oh, sorry, no, uh, keep maybe. Going. No, no, no. no. It, it is, but I'm gonna need more before giving you points. It's there. like the um, whoa, every like. Like a decimal, so it's like, what is something is zero, and then it's like point one point zero zero one. Okay, that might be maybe math. that that might have been something. I think you have PEMDAS, Kurt. No, not parentheses. <laughs> no, Kurt King. The thing I said is like it's the animal shit. It's like king, ki kingdom, phylum, uh, no, whatever no, class order. It's it's all that shit that relates to species. So, anyways. Your boy is a sp absolute specimen. That's what I have to say. I contend again, just for the record, moving forward. Listen for later. I'm saying that snails and slugs are not related. That a snail is its own thing. A snail without a shell is just a snail without a shell. Kurt is saying it, a slug is literally a snail without a shell. So that's where we're going for this. This all started from Sam Darnold. So thank you, Sam Darnold, for this one. Kurt, the only thing I'll, this I this was even, way more exciting than that game. So. It's true, Kurt. And you know what? The Panthers lost again when they didn't have CMC. They don't have their shell. They are the Panthers are a snail without their shell. <laughs> so, so a slug. <laughs> so goddamn it, Kurt. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Oh God, something, something that I can't. I just threw my pen out of excitement. Something that I cannot get, um, get enough of right now. Mm. If I were to tell you, going into Week Eight of the NFL season, the number one seed in the AFC would belong to the Cincinnati Bengals, would you, would you tell me that I'm on crazy drugs? I'd say. Okay, I was going to specify the crazy drugs. Yes, I would say you are on crazy drugs. I'm on all the crazy drugs. <clears throat> bath salts. Um, <laughs> remember that? When oh, the God. people were eating bath salts in Florida? Yeesh. And we thought 2021 was bad. That was <laughs> that was something else. Anyway, Bengals make an absolute statement. They absolutely shit-pumped the, uh, the Ravens 41-17. Joe Burrow was the better quarterback in this game. It was mm -hmm. two good quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson going head-to-head. -head. Joe Burrow, sicko mode. 400 plus yards, three touchdowns. Um, Jamar Chase looks more and more and more and more and more and more and more like the correct pick. I was oh, yeah. like, the Bengals are so stupid. What are they doing? Go get Penny Sewell. Uh, you need to protect Joe Burrow. Well, I, you don't need to protect Joe Burrow if Jamar Chase gets open in 0.5 seconds like he mm -hmm. continues to do. So another ridiculous game for Jamar Chase. Eight catches, 201 yards and touchdown. Bengals defense playing like beast. Sack Lamar Jackson five times. Bengals absolutely rolling. I will say the Ravens did go up 17-13 in the third quarter, and then the Bengals literally scored like 28 points in a row to kind of finish the game. So uh, I think you cannot say the Bengals are a fluke. It appears that they are here to stay. Um, I don't think this means anything in terms of like 
are the Ravens pretenders. I think the Ravens will be there at the end too. Um, but just very, very impressive game for for uh, the Bengals, which I don't think many people gave them a shot in. Yeah, Kurt, uh, it can't be un- it can't be stated enough how crazy it is that they're the number one seed. I'm sure it's some tiebreaker stuff between them and the Bills, right? Because or the Bills just had a buy. Maybe that's the difference. But like. Again, the Bills are going to be up there too. But even just the fact that it's this late, it's not like 1-0 and they're the number one right. seed. We're like late, we're week eight. We're like almost halfway through the season. Yeah. That is crazy. And you know what, Kurt? That's exciting. I love new teams being good in the AFC, especially because, yep. like I said, the Chiefs are hashtag done, hashtag finished, hashtag dead and gone. So it is very, very nice to see uh, the Bengals stepping in and being like, this is our show now. Yep. Um, speaking of someone who stepped in and said, this is my show now, Rich Basatya, or however you say Basatya. his name. Basatya. Basatya. He, he simply said, these are not yesterday's Raiders. These are not your father's or, or whoever's Raiders, which is two weeks ago. So it's really not that long ago. I don't know the comparison they would be. But quite simply, they are not two games ago's Raiders because he has these Raiders, today's Raiders, playing like some Raiders. <laughs> my throat, my throat. I wasn't sure if my throat could handle that. I didn't give that a test drive beforehand, so maybe next week we'll see if I can get a little more, uh, a little more raspy. Right, but for now, the, you're gonna have to earn that. One. You're gonna have to like that one from Kurt and I. Anyways, they beat the lifeless Eagles, 33 to 22. Eagles went up seven nothing, and then the Raiders were like, psych, we're scoring 30 points in a row. Uh, so they, you know, ended up dominating the Eagles. They didn't even have Darren Waller. Did not matter as Derek as uh, Derek Carr went 31 for 34 for 323 yards. Kind of crazy. Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs have both found the end zone. I will say, Josh Jacobs, he hasn't been the healthiest this year, but he's been kind of playing well. But in the last two games, Kenyon Drake's kind of popping off. So I don't know if that's like an intentional thing. He's oh, I feel like he was one of those guys who always put up stats, but clearly they're making use of him too. The Eagles again, they scored late to make it close at the close with quotation marks yep. at the end. Um, I will say that's the same thing they did last week against the Bucks. So, again, they're just uh, uh, the kings of scoring late garbage time touchdowns. They lost Miles Sanders to an injury. Uh, honestly, they haven't been using him all year anyway, so really it's kind of irrelevant, but that's just another playmaker gone for them. But, Kurt, the Eagles are joining the Chiefs in the hashtag uh, garbage can. I, uh, garbage can. <laughs> the Tarsh can. <laughs> the Tarsh can. Um, <laughs> I will say, Bruno, that I told I, – we both picked the right – no. Oh, no. Kurt. Why, Kurt, you you pretended like you did that innocently. I nope. see right through nope. that. Nope. I see right through that, nope. Kurt. I really thought I picked them the same, and we did not. Kurt, um, that was rude. But what I did say yesterday was I think that it's that the carryover effect of having a new coach is something that will last more than one game. Um, and they've got it going on in Vegas right now. Um, I would like to shout out, uh, this is an ad, shout out to Fantasy Pros, um, because at 12.59 yesterday, uh, I got an alert that Darren Waller might not be playing in the game. And mm. I scrambled in 30 seconds to put Hunter Henry into my lineup. Okay. Who, who caught a touchdown. And hey. I don't know what I ended up beating Jason by. Uh, it was pretty close. I ended up beating him by 15. Oh. So, and Hunter Henry had mm, 9.3. So okay. it would have been, it would, I would have been sweating it out yesterday. Um, I still kind of was, but uh, shout out to Fantasy Pros and for alerting me about Darren Waller. This was the right move for the Raiders, though. Darren Waller, I mean, the Raiders have a bye next week, so there's no point in putting Darren Waller out there against the Eagles, a team that you were going to handle anyway. So big win for the Raiders, big win for Fantasy Pros, big win for me in Fantasy. Again, hashtag 7-0. Another big win. Just kidding. The Lions don't win. It was 28-19. The Rams Rams put a beat down on the Lions, but they actually didn't put a beat down on the Lions. Let me explain to you why. 
Now, I feel like this is not the first time this has happened this year. Remember the Raider? The, I mean, the Ravens literally won together yep. a sixty-something yard field goal against the Lions. Um, the Lions have been in almost, almost every game they've played. They literally just can't win the game. Um, so this one, th- in this game, they threw literally the kitchen sink at the Rams. DeAndre Swift, 63-yard touchdown on the opening drive. Lions then recover an onside kick. Um, they were they ran two fake punts throughout the course of the game, and despite it all, they still lose because it's the Lions. Now, with yeah. that being said, this was kind of interesting because Matt Stafford and um, Jared, Jared Goff. Goff thinks. I was like, what is that bad quarterback's name? <laughs> um, Obviously, these are their former teams that they're playing against. So uh, Matt Stafford won that battle. Surprise, surprise. 334 yards, three touchdowns. Cooper Cup, as we've talked about, at nauseum on this show. Mm. Obviously, number one receiver in the NFL right now. He's he's cooking again. Um, Jalen Ramsey, on his birthday, steals the deal with an end zone interception of Jared Goff. What is it going to take for the Lions to win just one singular game this year, Bruno? I honestly, literally a miracle because I, like you've said, I even picked them one week to win. It, that it's was crazy because, okay, first of all, correct. But second of all, like you could argue for those 0-16 Lions or any of these typical bad teams. They just are corpses playing on a field. And the Lions like are kind of doing some good things and are playing hard. That's what makes this so much worse. Because yeah. at least you could say, oh, there's no talent on our roster. There's no this. Like, you know, they're not trying. Coaches aren't doing anything. Like, they're doing stuff. They tried almost everything in their playbook today. It just did not matter. So, Kurt, we'll see for the Lions. Is that almost the perfect storm for the Lions, though? Because obviously they're not winning games, but they're in every single game that they've played against some quality teams. And they're going to get a really good draft pick. They're going to get really good draft picks. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's like, you know, they're not winning games, but they're playing just good enough to be like have optimism in Detroit that, you know, help is on the way in, in terms of the draft. And, you know, I don't know. That's me trying to look at that glass half full approach for them. But um, I don't know. I, I The Dan Campbell era hasn't started well in terms of wins and losses, but I think there's some hope there going forward for them. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Usually when you look at the top five in an NFL draft, if you're a top prospect who's like going in the top five, you're like, oh, damn, all these teams suck, right? Yeah. But like you kind of have to say, based on early results, like you don't really want to be going to the Jaguars. No. Nope. You don't really want to be going to the Texans. The like Jets, there's a lot of bad yeah. teams, yeah, that you don't want to go to. Lions might be up there with like the, the bad teams in terms of records that like are playing hard to have good pieces. So, Kurt, we'll, we'll see what it's going to take for them to get a win. Kurt, another team that almost beat the Patriots but didn't. Thank God, because we'd be we'd be depressed if that ever happened. Uh, the Texans. Uh, let me spoil this for you. Absolutely did not win yesterday. Nope. The, in the uh, JJ Watt and DeAndre Hopkins revenge game, they joined the Cardinals. And what do they do? They come in and beat the Texans 31 to five in a very weird score. There's a lot of like weird numbers, weird scores this week. Kurt, again, that was Scoragami. It was. Shout out to Uh Go follow that Twitter account if you just love an absolutely wild time. Um, <laughs> but I will say, Kurt, a lot of like weird starts up to these games across the board. The Texans took leads of 2 nothing and then 5 nothing, Like, literally, and I think into the second quarter before the Cardinals literally said, LOL, what the fuck, we're not losing to the fucking Texans. They scored the final 31 points of this game. Again, this doesn't mean anything for either team, right? It was kind of the result that we thought was going to have. I will say the Cardinals, the spread was 20 and a half, which is, uh, that's like a like a college game spread. That's not an NFL game spread, and they covered, so good for them. I will say Kyler Murray continued to play well. The one notable thing was that Zach Ertz, we all saw, he played last week on the Eagles on Thursday night, then got traded to the Cardinals for a hot 
hot second. We were like, oh, is he going to play two NFL games? But, like, I guess you can't do that. So he made his de debut this week. Of course, he immediately comes in, ties the team high for receiving yards and catches a touchdown. Just what the Cardinals needed, right? Another weapon on offense. Yeah, so great, great. Cardinals looking good, remain undefeated. I will say for the Texans, I've heard that Tyrod, Ty Ty however you say it, might be coming back soon. They looked okay like a couple times with him, but at the end of the day, it's still the Texans, so they're not doing anything. Yeah, and is Deshaun Watson getting traded this week? So we'll, to, we'll see. TBD, big old TBD. TBD. Uh, speaking of big old TB, mm. no D. Okay. Oh, oh, that was good. Thank was you. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Off the top of my head. Um, Bucks 38, Bears 3. Uh, they just, the, the Bucks absolutely shit pumped the Bears. Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans, three touchdowns. He did catch one very, very important mm. touchdown in this game, Bruno. He caught Tom Brady's 600 passing touchdown, um, which is actually not 600. It's actually 685 if you include the playoffs, but for some reason they don't include the playoffs. So anyway, 600 TDs in the regular season, uh, and Mike Evans decided to give it to a fan in the front row. Now, this was more interesting than the whole game. The fan, I guess, gave the ball back pretty goddamn easily. And I, I guess Brady was like, you know, we'll give him uh, a couple signed jerseys or whatever, whatever he wants, basically. Well, that's not enough to me, Bruno. That ball, people, there was a, a, a verified um, someone, some some verified homie on Twitter said that the the value of that ball was between five hundred and fifty thousand dollars and over a million dollars. Oh my lord! For that ball, so it got me thinking, Bruno. What would it? What would? What would your answer be if they, if someone came from the Buccaneers organization, someone someone came up from Raymond James Stadium and was like, "We need that ball back, but you can have whatever you want." What what would your answer be? And I'm putting you on the spot. I've thought about my answer. Okay, so let's just state the office here: million dollars. That'd be nice <laughs> if we could just choose what we want, Kurt. Kurt, I will say, if if this is a hypothetical scenario for Tom Brady in particular, I'm probably inclined to take less because it's Tom Brady. Right. If it's Patrick Mahomes, I'm burning the ball. I'm literally not giving to them. I'm going to make a public video. I'm going to invite people. It's going to be an event. I'm going to take a shit on the football first, and then I'm going to literally set it on fire, and I'm going to send it to Roger Goodell personally. For so that's perfect. what I would do. All right. I, I, you know, that's what I would do for, like, Patrick Mahomes. But for Tom Brady, Kurt, I don't know. I mean, it's tough because here's what I'll also say. Mike Evans just kind of messed up. Like he should have just Dumb. not done that. Dumb. So, like, if you want to make that argument, too, you can also say that the fan never should have even had the ball in the first place. Like, bro, just don't do that. But at just what point do does it become his property? He was given it. It's true, but it's – I don't know. I mean, wait, so what was his final – he got it – didn't he get, like – it became a jersey and tickets and something and, I don't yeah. know, future merch or something Here, like that? I'll give you. I'll give you my answer, and I'll see what you – Yeah, sorry, sorry. So, give me your answer. No, so my answer would be – I want season tickets for life. Oh. I want free parking. Oh. And I want um, unlimited concessions. So oh, basically, I can go to every game. I can park for free and I can get my food for free. And that's it. That is a like. Imagine in like 50 years when you're some old guy and they're like, why do you have season tickets? And it's like, well, back in uh, 2021, I caught Tom Brady's 600 ball. Yeah. That was before he threw 100 ball. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Well, Tom Brady's still playing at 100. <laughs> <laughs> 112 years old so oh, oh my god but yeah that's what i would go with yeah kurt i mean electric i it is a fun debate but uh you know at the end of the day it's it's very telling that that's what we're talking about coming out of this game yeah, nothing else game. to talk about i one little tidbit though bears have now gone seven straight games without 200 yards passing passing i think you could go out there and one of those games might have got lucky 
Like, bruh, I, that is such a banana stat. Consider, Kurt, I don't have to tell you how much passing is the focus in today's game. Yeah. To not even do that, like, it, it, it's almost, it makes, like, no sense. And, like, yes, I know it's been a little bit of Andy Dalton, a little bit of Justin Fields, but even still, it's like, Justin bro. Fields hasn't looked very good. I do think that's also part of a, a byproduct of where he is. Um, right. Um, I, I got to thinking, when I said that out loud, I was like, I think you could go do that. I People forget, I've seen you, I've seen you in action during our Gample, our plywood <laughs> mornings in, inside of Burton. We used to do this fun little, um, like, Punt, pass, kick. Punt, pass, and kick. Punt, yep. pass, kick. First off, you can punt the shit out of the ball. Second off, you can throw it pretty well. And third off, you can kick it really freaking well. So Yeah, Kurt, I got a leg. I don't have an arm. So I will say you'd be up there chucking moon balls going 60, 70 yards down for yours. I'd have to do a little more uh, leg work, if you will. I got you. Uh, See, but, I, had, you know, I had the throw and the punt. I just couldn't kick to save my life. I really just couldn't. I could not elevate the kick. Hey, that's why they call it the PPK, baby. PPK. Thank God for you. Thank God for you. <laughs> Thank God for us, Kurt. Yeah, well, whatever. Kurt, uh, speaking of whatever, this last game was very whatever before. Well, last game pre-Patriots, obviously. Duh. But the last, the last, this last game was whatever. Colts 30, 49ers 18. Very rainy, very windy. This was Sunday Night Football, so everybody's watching this just hilariously bad condition game going on. I will say, you and I both thought the 49ers would take this, and yep. like, I don't, I don't regret that because I thought they would too. Me either. Jimmy G was coming back. You know, they had some good things going for them. Uh, Elijah Mitchell ran for 107. Debo Samuel had 100 yards receiving. Jimmy G played okay. It just really came down to the fact that the Colts like surprisingly made some good plays especially at the end of the game I will say we got the full uh package here from Carson Wentz a little bit of uh, a Tarsh man he had one of the Kurt did you see this interception he had where yes. he like it was it I they maybe they did him dirty with the camera angle but it literally looked like he just fell forward and flipped the ball like right to the line dude he flipped it right to him directly yeah, into was, his hands it was so fucking bad. But again, it's like it's almost like we all are just like not surprised anymore because that's just Carson Wentz. But again, at the end of the game, they were up, I think, 23 to 18. And so theoretically, you would say run the ball, uh, run the clock out, whatever. He actually threw an absolute dime to, I think, Michael Pittman Jr. It was like a 28-yard yep. touchdown catch. with two minutes left. So again, he some good, some bad. The Colts, they get it done. Jonathan Taylor has been looking better recently. He had 107 and a touchdown as well. So uh, do I think the Colts are going anywhere? Not really. But again, this is a good win for them in the context of their season. If you're the 49ers, I don't really know what you do because you've had quarterback injuries all year. You've had regular the, – the running backs have been injured too. So I don't – you know, if you're the 49ers, I don't know if this really changes much. You just got to get some clarity sooner rather than later if it's Jimmy G's show, if he can stay healthy, or if you're just going full Trey Lance. So the 49ers, um, and this is – hand up. This is totally like my fault. I think I just – in my head, they were healthy. They're just simply not healthy once again. No yeah. George Kittle. Did Bosa play yesterday? I don't even think he did. Yeah, that's honest. what I'm saying. So it's like I, I don't know. I, I could, I definitely understand why the Colts won. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan has some, some work to do, um, some stuff to figure out because Debo Samuel obviously went off yesterday, but outside of Debo Samuel, they're out there throwing to Muhammad Sanu, and we <laughs> shout out, <laughs> been, been there, done that. So. Um, no, like Brandon Ayuk has been um, invisible this year, and Shanahan called him out before the game. He's like, "I love the kid, but the kid has to start grinding." So I don't know if he's not working hard, whatever it might be. You have you have quarterback controversy, um, and I have a proclamation on Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, I, I'm I hey, as we say every week, we don't plan this, so I haven't heard this proclamation. I'm sitting up in my seat. I can take out a pencil and a pen, a paper and a notebook, and write this out. Kurt, I'm ready. You can, on you it. can, you can write it down in Sharpie. 
Mac Jones is two times better than Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> right now. Right now, yep. let's go. Right now, I'm sure, remember all up. offseason. I was like, "Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the Patriots' quarterback." Thank God he's not, because we got Mac. Thank we God. got Mac Daddy in Massachusetts, where he belongs. Massachusetts. That's a good segue to talk about the Pats, isn't it? <laughs> oh, let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's talk <laughs> some Pats. So obviously, Patriots get their second win of the season against the New York Jets, bringing them to three and four on the season. But yep. the Patriots score 54, 54 points. Why is that important, Bruno? Why is that important? Because the Jets have not given up 50 points or more in over 50 seasons. Oh, that was also me lying to you because it was 1995. But it feels like 50 seasons to me. Wait, Kurt, am I 50 years old? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Damn it, Kurt. That was a ricochet shot I did not appreciate. <laughs> no, I just I, – I don't know why I said – I think cause I was talking about 50 yeah. points or more. I was like that's 50 fair, years fair. ago. And then I said it. I was like, that's not right. 1995. <laughs> but almost 50. Almost 50 years. Uh, yeah. You know what? Fine. Round up. Um, just an all-around – everything that I said in yesterday's pick six – the exact opposite. So I was like, it's going to be competitive, ugly, bad offense, no blocking. Wrong, 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 wrong. Fantastic job of the line. Josh McDaniels' play calling was exquisite. Mac Jones was phenomenal yet again. They ran the ball whenever they wanted to. They threw the ball whenever they wanted to. They got John Smith involved early. I was shit-talking him yesterday. He had like the first six of the first eight targets. Hunter Henry catches a touchdown in his fourth straight game. Uh, Damian Harris, Brandon Bolden, and Jonathan Taylor all score as running backs. Kendrick Bourne, deep ball. Kendrick Bourne throws a touchdown to Nelson Aguilar. Literally everyone was involved. 11 Patriots caught a football yesterday. Nikhil Harry even had a catch, and it was a I, it was a great catch. It was catch. a great catch. <laughs> I was like, wow, if Nikhil's going right, it's a good day for everybody. Um, so much so that Brian Hoyer was in the game. I mean, yep. this is the kind of game you, you, you love as a Patriot fan. Yeah, Kurt, I, I will say I have a couple thoughts about this game. Um, so number one, it was kind of crazy because we, we were in control the whole time and it was so easy. But Kurt, I it's never feel like a weirder 54 point game for us because like it. I don't know how you feel, but usually when a team scores that many points, you're like, oh, my you're like freaking out. You're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Highlight real plays this and that and like whatever. Like, yes, we we had some great plays, but it almost just felt like workman like and I don't know how it to did. describe it. I it did. I don't. You don't usually feel that way when a team wins by, like, I'm not a math guy, but 41. Like, you don't usually are not like, oh, that was a workman-like victory. But it just felt like we just went out there and scored. We went out there again and we scored again. Our first four drives were, like, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown. Or something yeah. like that. It was crazy. Like, we just literally went out there and hashtag did our job. So that was my first note. My second note, Kurt, and you kind of alluded to this with some of the crazy ways that we scored. I heard the part of my take boys talking about this morning. So this isn't something, you know, I'm uh, uh, innovating here. But I also was thinking this during the game. It was pretty great that we just were given this chance to try out a lot of this creative and like full out using the playbook and Josh McDaniel opening up pretty great that we were like, let's just do this against the jets. You know what I mean? Because like there's a lot of times when like, maybe you want to call that in a game, but like whether it's close or like an actually good team or even like an actual NFL team that you don't, you want to, you don't want to do that against the jets are none of those things. Right. So we were just given this luxury of being like, Hey, let's just try whatever we want. And Kurt, guess what? It all worked. Oh, it all worked. <laughs> um, I also think part of that is Belichick just loathes the jets. Jets so much yep. that he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were up, we were up, um, 
what was it, 46, 47, 47, 13, Belichick's out there throwing deep. <laughs> like, he's like, hey, Hoyer. He's like, hey, Hoy, get in the game. And absolutely launched the ball downfield. Oh, my God. Dude, I was like, Bel- Belichick's coming out here just taking names. Robert yeah. Saul's like, yeah, they kicked our ass. I'm like, yeah, you think? You, th- <laughs> yeah, you, you think, <laughs> pal? Uh, Brandon oh. Bolden was the game's leading receiver. Uh, that's pretty banana land. He had six receptions for 79, 79 yards and touchdown. And we talked briefly before we came on. It was just like watching James White. Was it not, Bruno? Oh, yeah. It absolutely was, Kurt. It, it was crazy. It felt like every time we needed a play, like on a third down or like, you know, the wide receivers recovered, it went to Bolden every time. It was awesome. It was great. Um, Damian Harris, too, running the ball. The, the offensive line opened up some absolutely gaping holes. 14 carries, 106 yards, two touchdowns. That's averaging like like eight, a lot. Uh, like eight yards a carry. That's almost a first down a carry. Um, if that can happen in with any sort of regularity, this team's going to go far. Um, I have another proclamation. I'm ready. And this could be, this could be recency bias. I, I'm all here for that. Okay. The offense is further ahead than the defense. Uh, Kurt, that's I, I honestly don't think that's a crazy take. I thought it was going to be, but then I thought about it earlier. It, I don't think it is. They're further I mean, ahead than the defense. And, Kurt, I will say, if we're talking trends here, it seems like the offense, yes, it's maybe not been linear. I'm not a math guy. It hasn't been linear, but for the most part, it's been trending up. The defense, I will say, we always thought the year coming to the year, we'd be like, oh, yeah, defense is going to be good. I, I hate to be this guy. It kind of is trending down that they played solid this week. But, again, I but mean, not, but who are we defending? Yeah, it's, at some point, realize it's the Jets, right? Like, yeah. And, again, first it was Zach Wilson, and then later, not to spoil anyone who didn't watch, it was Mike White starting uh, backup quarterback for the Jets who came into the game. Yeah, so. I just – I feel like this. So this is two straight games where the Patriots have scored touchdowns on their first two drives. So they started the Cowboys game, touchdown, touchdown. Yep. They started this game, touchdown, touchdown. You don't have better starts than that. Uh, I mean, like in the in, in the NFL, it's obviously hard to score, but like to to score fourteen points on your first two drives, two weeks in a row, is giving your defense. A hell of a, a hell of a start. So like they're you're giving the, putting them in a good spot. And last week they couldn't quite cash in. This week they obviously did. But again, I think that in large part is because you're playing the New York Jets. Um, some secondary news that we don't love to see. We don't love to see Bruno. Yeah, this was uh, Jonathan Jones, who didn't even play in this game this week. Uh, they put him on IR for a couple weeks, and then today they announced he's just not coming back at all this season. So and Kurt, you know what that means. Your boy, oh. Bethel. It's the Bethel Joe. <laughs> God, <laughs> Justin Bethel. Miles Bryant and Jawan Williams both played well yesterday because Bethel didn't even see the field. So I hope it's more of them. <laughs> even though I just said they weren't very good, I still don't think they're very good. Um, however, 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 uh, Jawan Williams. He was Pro Football Focus highest rated Patriot yesterday, which is crazy. Crazy. He had like four pass breakups. Yeah, I mean, I mean, sure. fine, more we'll of take that. It. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I said this on, I said this on Instagram yesterday. Can we just play the Jets every week? Yes, that, think about how good life would be. I would literally never be upset. I have always said it is wild how the outcome of a Patriots game sets my mood for the entire week. And Kurt, speaking of playing the Jets every week, did you see that stat that like we haven't lost to the Jets since like 2016 or something like that? Yeah, 12 straight games. I. That is crazy to me. Like, I feel like every year, isn't the story of the Patriots? We go, like, one and one in our division. Maybe that's just the Dolphins, sometimes the Bills. I guess it's not the Jets because 
like I guess we just don't think about this, Kurt, but that is bananas that it's been 12 straight against the Jets. Yeah, absolutely freaking insane, dude. Absolutely yeah. freaking insane. I do think um, – sorry, I got a my, – my credit card has been compromised. I got an alert on my oh, phone. Oh, no. I, Kurt, you've been watching me this whole time. I promise it was that not. That is it. Well, well what, what, what did it buy? Because that's important, Kurt, for us all to hear. I don't – it says uh, – If it's jdate.com membership, it might have been me. It's Target. <laughs> Target? Yeah. Does it say the individual item? Uh, uh, no, Kurt? it does not give an item breakdown, but it says $2,200 at Target. What, oh, my God. What would you all go buy? I mean, I'll just refute it. I'm not worried about it. I'm just like, weird. Bro, holy shit. Fucking shopping spree. Yeah, I guess. Ho- hope someone's happy. All right. Yeah. Well, that was funny. Um, obviously, another big, po- a big um, aspect of this game, Zach Wilson gets hurt. Jets fans a little chippy on Twitter. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. You're Jets fans. Life sucks. Um, <laughs> but they were like, they were mad. They said that it was a late hit twice um, on Zach Wilson, and that's part of the reason he got hurt. Um, hard disagree on that. I will. Yeah. I give them a little bit. Of, I, I do see a little bit where they're coming from on the first tackle, the one that was kind of he was going out of bounds a little bit, and he got yeah, hit. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, at some point, it's football. I, would I be happy if that was a hit on Mac Jones? Probably not. But the second one where he actually got hurt by Matt Judon, simply not even a late hit, even remotely, was not even remotely close to it. Yeah. So I think it's just typical Jets fans, like, you know, being a little sad, a little sad boy hours. Um, Kurt, uh, mad because bad. You said it, not me, brother. Mm. Um, I don't think the game would have been drastically different. Um, Mike White no. threw a couple of interceptions. Zach yeah. Wilson throws plenty of them against the Pats. So yeah. it is what it is. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. But I think uh, this was just a whole complete effort. And a game like from the middle of the first quarter, I knew we were just in cruise control. That never happens. I know. It, Kurt, I was saying we were texting each other being like, we're having fun. Like it had been a while, especially over these past years when we just felt like we were having fun. Kurt, we gained like 550 total yards. Fun. Won the turnover battle three to nothing. Fun. We like doubled them up on first downs. Fun. It felt like we scored on every drive. Fun. Again, will we play the Jets every week? Sadly, no. <laughs> no. But Kurt, I think we also kind of went into this game being like, we expect to beat the Jets, but the way we beat the Jets is going to say a lot about this team. You know, again, there, we have a long way to go. You talked about it, I think, last week and how we're entering, like, murderer's row soon of, like, our opponents in a row. So, like, this was, like, our last kind of, like, if you will, cupcake game that we have for a little yeah. bit. And, again, sadly, we're done with our Jets games for the seasons, which sucks. But, you know, Kurt, if we're going to have to head into a, a challenging portion of our schedule, I'm glad it was it was on a note like this one. Yeah. Um, Patriots are the first team in the NFL to score 50 points a season. So take that for what it is. I was trying to find this other tweet, and I, mm, I, I don't think I liked it, but I saw it. Um, and it's another mind-boggling thing. Nikhil Harry – I found it. I found it. I found it. Did you know mm. Nikhil Harry has already lost more regular season home games in his career than Rob Gronkowski did in his entire stint with the Patriots? Rob Gronkowski went 53-6 and six in Gillette, and Nikhil Harry is 7-7 seven and seven in Gillette. It is literally crazy to think about how good the Patriots were. Bro, that stat is biz- fucking insane. Insane. Dude, in are – like, are we kidding? Are we I mean, kidding? that is nuts. That is nuts. I have um, a couple more tweets I'd like to share with you. <laughs> Concur. Um, well, this is the this is the week to do it. This is so the time to let it rip. <laughs> Among rookie quarterbacks mm. – Mac Jones is 
First in passing yards. First Bang. in passing touchdowns. Bang. First in completions. Bang. First in completion percentage. Bang. First in touchdown percentage. Bang. Tied for first in interceptions. Bang. First in yards averaged. Bang. First in QBR. Bang. First in on-target throws. Bang. Least bad throws. Bang. Most blitzed. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Most hit. Wait, are you serious? Like, he's the – wait, Kurt, you're now doing – he's that – on the other side, too? No. He has thrown the least amount of bad throws. Right. He has most, been the most blitzed quarterback. Which is crazy. I don't know if I would have guessed that. He gets blitzed all the time. He's the most hit quarterback, and he has I the d- least time to throw. Yet he's still first in all those categories I just named. Holy shit. Kurt, I the first offensive ones, I guess, kind of made more sense. But the fact that all those other ones where he has least time to throw, most blitz, most hit, that's crazy, too. I didn't even realize oh, considering he's, all those other ones. He's been under duress. Teams. Um, don't look now. Mac Jones has an 82.5 pro football focus grade, which puts him at 12th best in the NFL, but it's really? higher than Kyler Murray, QB 13. Wait, what? How is that possible? Aaron Rodgers, QB 14. What? Matt <laughs> Stafford, QB 17, and Patrick Mahomes, QB 20. Yikes. Imagine being 20th. <laughs> Next closest rookie <laughs> is Zach Wilson, QB 28. You're telling me Zach Wilson is rookie quarterback number two? 28. No, I'm like he's the second rookie quarterback. And he's how is that possible? Pro fo- <laughs> ask, hey, bring it up with pro football focus. Okay, okay. <laughs> so these are just fun Matt Jones stats that I've also found. Oh, here's one of my personal favorites. I'm ready. Career I'm ready. touchdown passes of Patriot Mac Jones nine, Cam Newton eight. Oh, you didn't have to do them like that, Kurt. But God I, but I did. So, um, <laughs> did. but I did. So, um, yeah, highest graded Patriots in Week Seven: Jawan Williams, eighty-seven point six; Mike Onwenu, eighty-six point six. Also. Thank God. I'm I'm annoyed that it took till week seven to do this, but the Patriots figured out the offensive line. Yep. Isaiah Wynn played like a former first rounder yesterday. He played great. He's at left tackle. They put um what is his name? Ted Karras at left guard. Great. Uh Dave Andrews center, great. Shaq Mason back from his ab injury. He was the third Patriot, eighty three point three. Um and then it was um Mike and Wayne at right tackle. So that block he had, oh, you see that, that yes. chop block or cut block, whatever you want to call it? On the it. double pass. Yep, yep, yep. Unbelievable. So to finish out this top five, uh, number four, Nikhil Harry. What? For one play? No, it's his minimum 25 snaps. Kurt, did I, I, maybe I am blind, so forgive me, but I, I did think, not see him do anything other than that one catch. <laughs> well, this go, this takes everything into consideration. Okay, Blocking Kurt, also. I'll, I'll trust you. 82.3. This is a verified account. Okay. Damian Harris, 82.2. So it's okay, just, that makes sense. yeah, just, just good stuff. The highest graded quarterbacks over the last two weeks in all of the NFL. Number one, Derek Carr. Okay. 91.7. Oh, oh, Basaccia. <laughs> Basaccia, Basaccia. <laughs> Number two, Mac Jones. 91.5, point two Damn. lower. Aaron Rodgers, 89.5. Mac Jones, top a top two quarterback the last two weeks. So let's keep it rolling. Kurt, if he's a top two quarterback every two weeks, then he's a top two quarterback the whole season. You said it. I also think Bruno, and again, this I'm I, crazy talk, but I um, the AFC is wide open. It's true, dude. The AFC is wide open. The NFC has some really freaking good teams. But right now in the AFC, Cincinnati, Vegas, Tennessee, and Baltimore are all five and two. Buffalo's four and two. The Chargers are four and two. That's where we're going this week. Cleveland yep. four and three. Pittsburgh three and three. Pats three and four. Indy three and four. Chiefs three and four. Denver three and four. All those teams are in it. And I will say, of those teams, right? If we're just taking, I don't want to spend too much time, but if we're just taking a quick stock of some of those teams, Browns, 
they have the talent on paper. Mm-hmm. They don't start, certainly don't look like they're going anywhere. No. Steelers have been struggling all year. They have no consistency. Yeah. Colts, again, hard to trust them. Broncos are absolutely terrible. And I already said the Chiefs are dead. So that's five out of those teams that are already literally hashtag Dunzo McTunzo. We'll see. I think I think just before we get into the stats, I, stats guy segment, I want to talk briefly about the Chargers because it's a big yep. game. Chargers are 4-2. and two. Um, I feel like I should be more nervous than I am. But, um, like, I dude... I can't get out of my head that we went there last year with Cam Newton and beat the Chargers 45 nothing. Yeah. I can't get out of my head. This team is better. Now, do I think our defense is better last year? Yes, I do. Um, do I think Justin Herbert's going to put up points this year? <laughs> yes, I do. But I, I don't know. I feel good going into the week. I know, I know the Chargers are a good team, but I feel good. I, I don't know. Where are you at right now? Well, Kurt, again, I'm only going to do this for the Chargers. Don't do this for our record. But if we're looking at the Chargers <laughs> record, Kurt, 4-2, and two, Week one, they beat Washington football team by four. Unimpressive. The, the, that team sucks. Week two, they lose by three to the Cowboys. We should have beaten the Cowboys. That's a comparable yep. situation right there. Week three, they beat the Chiefs by six. The Chiefs stink. They're horrible, and they only beat them by six. Week four, they beat the Raiders, but that was before Basaccia. That was pre-Basaccia. So who, beat, who cares if you beat the Raiders before Basaccia? Week five, they let the Browns score 42 points on them, and they barely beat the Browns 47-42. And then week six, they get ship-pumped by the Ravens. So, yes, do I think the Chargers have talent? Of course they have talent. Mike Williams is an absolute beast. Austin Eckler like, feels like sometimes he can't be stopped. Obviously, Justin Herbert's taking steps. But, Kurt, if we're sitting here being completely honest – is this like there are maybe some game like if you know if you match this up against maybe like the Packers right now or uh, I don't know the Bills or I don't know there might be teams where I'd be like it's hard to me to find an angle for us to win this game the Chargers I can kind of see the path to victory against the Chargers yeah me too it'll be interesting big couple weeks coming up for the Patriots here Bruno I don't really think we have to do three up three down I think it was I think it was a, a relatively just you're not gonna find too many flaws in yesterday's game I um I'm gonna put you on the spot. Set of three up, three down. Who is your number one? Who is your, who? Mm, yeah, who are you most impressed by yesterday? Give me one guy. I honestly think, I know we talked about this already. It was honestly Brandon Bolden, right? Because he's been on the Patriots before. He's had several stints. But just the way he was able to so seamlessly step up, and it felt like every time we needed a third down conversion, every time Mac Jones was in trouble and the wide receivers recovered or whoever, Brandon Bolden was the guy. He was, like, all over the field yesterday. So, honestly, for me, like, again, I, I, I love the, I love the you know, we have a lot of great running backs, but the way he played yesterday gets me going moving forward. Yeah. Awesome stuff from Brandon Bolden. I think mine was Damian Harris. If the running game can be like that and it can open up play action pass, it's this this offense has a chance to be really, really, really good. Um, but yeah, I feel like that we've wrapped up everything we want to talk about for that. So Bruno, without any further ado, do you want to want to want to get into our stats guy segment? That was maybe the most perfect timing in the history of timing. We are ready to rock and ready also to roll with our stats guy segment of the week. We're ready to go. Good evening, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, governor. Hello, mate. Um, so where did we leave off with the snail slug situation? We were hoping you yeah, would tell you, us. Great. It's your job. Well, do both of you boys have your Twitters available? Yeah. Can be. Question mark? It can be. I'd like <laughs> you be. to make your way to your Twitter DMs because let oh, me tell did you. Did you slide in my DMs again? I slid into both of yours, so don't get oh. your hopes up. I. <laughs> oh my God! What is this article? I. <laughs> Have I... you ever wondered? <laughs> <laughs> I. Wonderopolis.org. Oh I um. <laughs> I um went to go Google 
what is the difference between, and I started typing in snails, and the autofill was, and slugs. So apparently this has been on the mind of many. And this was the very first article I uh, clicked on. And as you can see, as I scrolled, I tried to find information and I was left with a little bit of a skit, a play, one might say. So I'm actually going to assign you boys some roles. Um, Kurt, I'm going to assign you to the role of Larry, our good friend. And Bruno, okay. I'm going to assign you to the role of Mo. <clears throat> boys? Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Scene. What's a slug? I don't know. A snail with a housing problem. Ha! That's a good one, Larry. Hey, Mo, what should you do if you see two snails fighting? I have no clue, Larry. Leave them alone and let them slug it out. You're on a roll today, Larry. And scene. <laughs> scene. <laughs> Fucking Cut. nailed that. No practice. <laughs> that was, in fact, the dress rehearsal and the performance all rolled into one. <laughs> it was. It was well done. So... I learned something from this beautiful skit, and that was almost nothing. But later in the article, <laughs> um, it does say that snails and slugs are both part of the same class of creatures called gastropods. Okay, let's that's what I, go. So Kurt, but that's what I remember when I said King Philip. Wait, wait, uh, stats guy. Do you know King Philip came over for grape soda? Do you know that or no? Okay, so I'm Not the only one who paid attention in, in science class. class. I, but Kurt, I class thought it was that science thing. I thought it was that science thing. Remember, like the staircase. That guy's like looking very, Remember, very aware like, of what we're talking it's about. It's like, it's like, it was like for uh, chemistry. Remember, it was like how many moles? squares you. Oh, maybe it was moles. Like how many times you move the decimal place, or maybe that. That's math. Um, it's not. It's not PEMDAS. I know it's not PEM. <laughs> God, where's Jamie Reckenberg when you need her? Mm, I don't know. Not I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe was it bio? I know I'm not. Well, I know I am stupid, but I know I'm not <laughs> making this up. Like. There was that, like that, it was like a step thing. The periodic yeah. table. Jesus Christ. No, <laughs> not the periodic table. It was like a stair thing, and it had like a, a letter for each one, and you multiplied it by like, like K was the top one. I swear K was the top mm. one. As you're looking at up, <laughs> yeah. <that> guy. Okay. <laughs> thank God. Literally, <laughs> I Google searched stairs and letters and signs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is stats guide action. The Did something pop up? method steps, terms, and examples. No, on. no, that's how you research shit. I know how to do that. No, I know that. If then right. hypothesis. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, no. Um, Science ladder. Yeah. No. Like kilo, kilo, kilo was the top. Um, like weight. Oh, are you talking it. about like the scales of Ki units of measurement? I got it. Oh, kilo, yeah. hecto, deca, basic unit, deci, centi, milli. I knew I wasn't a stupid. Okay, so I'm going to ask a, a very critical a question for uh, our listeners who whose brains have officially become applesauce or mm. slug mucus. Um, mm. What the heck does that unit of measurement staircase have to do with what I just told you about snails and slugs? <laughs> Well, that, we brought it up yeah, earlier. Kurt, when I first said King Philip comes over for grape soda, that's what he thought I was talking about. But when, in fact, I was talking about, like, you know the classification of animals? It's like kingdom, phylum, class, order, genus, species. That's what it stands no. for. And you sure. just said they're the same class, which is one of those letters. So Bruno has a big brain yet again. But I have a bigger oh. brain for saying they're the same thing. So, okay. 
I think I'm all, the pedals are turning. I'm on my bike and I'm caught up to speed because when you said something about King Philip coming here for grape soda, I yes. thought we were talking about like some sort of Mayflower situation. And I was no, like, not, not the Santa Maria. And the since what is it? when what was grape soda invented? And why is this king coming over for it? That's why I said I didn't pay attention in history class. It's a science <laughs> reference. Okay. Wait, keep going in this article because I'm right. Okay. Well, um, the most important part of the article is really what gastropod means, which comes from the Greek word gastros, which means stomach, and podos, which means foot. So really, snails, stomach, foot. snails and slugs are both gut feet, and, <laughs> and um, really they're the same. Um, gastropods, yes. gut feet, are aquatic creatures. That means they live in water. Snails and slugs are the only gut feet that can also be found on land. The majority of snails and slugs, though, live in water. Um, the most obvious okay, so, difference between snails oh, that's and enough. slugs that's is enough. the fact that snails have <laughs> shells. A snail's shell is like a home it carries around on its back. Slugs, on the other hand, have no shell. Otherwise, snails and slugs are, and they highlight this, remarkably similar. Thank you. See, I look at those pictures. It is literally the same thing without a goddamn shell. You're on I... a roll today, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. Okay. Well, th thank you for looking that up. Do you have an actual stat that you want to bring to the table? I do. do and do we have brain capacity for another stat? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's Monday. We gotta I stop recording these stupid like things I, on Mondays. I, yeah, I just feel like I slept, stepped into a black hole. I have no idea what I'm supposed to be talking about. I don't know what just happened. I'm still stuck on King Philip and his soda and thinking you know that what was I'm history talking about class now? and not science. Yes. No, I still have no idea. Yes, and I think that was sixth grade science. Now, I will say, Kurt and I did go through the same school system, but in sixth grade science, we were in different schools and we didn't know each other existed. Um, when we became friends after that point, it's still, the jury is still out on that one. But um, as Kurt just said, um, I do feel like I kind of remember learning about ecosystems, but I did not really like Earth's bioscience. I really liked chemistry. Environmental science? Yeah, I hated it. I remember we made like ecosystems in empty soda bottles, and I Ugh. could not tell you how much I hated that class. That was the same unit where we dissected owl pellets. No thanks. That's just dirt. It all looks like dirt. There's no science in there. Bio and chemistry were cool. Physics and environmental science were terrible. Well, yeah, I would worst. like uh, I, I would like to say that Kurt and mine's science experience was made much worse by our faculty, but that's a story for a different Stats Guy segment. Um, chemistry is yep. the best. Yep. Bruno? Um, all I was going to say is we were talking about the ships earlier. I, I've been <laughs> thinking about it. I think it's the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Yep. Definitely Santa Maria. So that was less hashtag history. That's what you first thought we were talking about stats guy. Then we yep. moved past that. This Correct. is feeling so similar to high school where it's like I'm in class and I hear the words and I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. And then you ask me to reflect on it 10 minutes later. And I'm like, not a single nah, word I, I can't. just heard. Nope. <laughs> um, okay. So thank you for welcoming me back onto the show. I really thought that last week was going to be one of those times where I was physically unavailable. And then there, you were just going to sunset me off the show. <laughs> As they a say. Quiet, a, a quiet exit. Um, but boys, do you remember where I was last week? 
You were oh yeah, hand up. I really messed up on the pod last week. I said you were going from Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky to Nashville, Kentucky. I do now know why I've known <laughs> Nashville is not part of Kentucky. It is <laughs> quite actually Tennessee. Mm. No, it is very much Tennessee. And let me tell you, that drive from Lexington, Kentucky to Nashville, Tennessee is one straight line down. And so the left half of my face in that sun in that car ride got sunburned because mm, the nice. sun was risen in the east. They're going to put a little south on you, like Luke Combs likes to say. Sure. True. Anyways, um, okay. one of my favorite football teams comes from that area, which is the Tennessee Titans. And we haven't really talked about them Colts. much. <laughs> <laughs> the Indianapolis <laughs> I was really right in the neighborhood of the Cincinnati, the Cleveland Browns. Um, the Cleveland Browns. I get all, all those C names really just blur together. It's a brain mush day. But anyways, I was in Nashville, home of the Tennessee Titans. And boys, if neither of you have been to Nashville, which I know Kurt hasn't, but if either of you I boys have, have been to Nashville, it is so cool. I could possibly say one of the greatest cities on earth. And I've seen a lot of cities in my day. But anyways, the Tennessee Titans Stadium, couldn't tell you what it's called. It's right. Nissan Stadium. Yes right outside downtown absolutely beautiful and nashville tennessee is also home to my favorite nfl player any guesses excuse you taylor the one just tell me it's never Derek heard, henry so never heard that up. name in my life bruno what'd you say mm. Derek henry no tractorito tractorcito tractorcito mm. i thought it was rito tractorcito tractorcito mm. okay we're doing that thing again where you're saying a lot of things and it's not hitting my brain walls. All right. Who's your favorite player? This makes no sense. Andrew East. <laughs> Husband what? of Sean Johnson East. Uh, Andrew East was a kicker for many huh? teams. That's how good he was. And he lives in Nashville, Tennessee. And So he's not a football player anymore. One could say that. Is this what okay, she tried that to doesn't say? Count. Remember when she was like the current coach of the Browns? It's like Bernie Kosar. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> no. Okay. That I said was, and I was speaking too fast because I was so excited that it sounded like I said is. This okay. is Andrew okay. East, who I will say is a former NFL player, but still my favorite. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. 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 Hello, Andrew. Hi, Hi, Andrew. If you're not bringing him onto the show, I don't want it. No. So I was in Nashville. Uh, as you guys know, people's addresses are available on the internet. And I oh, looked up no, where boy. Andrew <laughs> Oh, my God. Should we just cut this, Kurt? Yeah. <laughs> is she going to have a lawsuit yeah, against do you her? Want us, do, you, do you want us to stop you? <laughs> no, not at all. Um, okay, Andrew okay. East and Sean Johnson East's address is on the internet. <laughs> Please don't say it out loud. I, I'm not going. I mean, it's on the internet. Um, I As are we right a now. Lot of things, a, lo a lot of things are on the internet. Yeah, I can find some dark corners, like slug skits. For example, are on the internet. You're on a roll, Larry. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. Well, I had some time to kill in Nashville, and I drove by their house because I'm also a sucker for interior design and oh exterior design, and so it was really cool. But about one week after my departure from this beautiful city, um, I see on the Instagram stories of Sean Johnson East and Andrew East that Sean Johnson East was chosen to be the 12th Titan at the beginning of the Titans game this past Sunday. The one who stabs the sword into the ground. Right. Which got me thinking, one, why wasn't I in Nashville this week? I mm. was in Nashville last week. The universe is just that much against me. Two, 
why do they have gold gymnast medalist Sean Johnson East as the 12th Titan and not her literal NFL player husband? But I guess just flex on him. And I think because she's just such a celebrity. I, she's such a queen. Most commonly known probably for her appearance on Dancing with the Stars and next as her um, Olympic success. You should definitely flip those around. Mm, jury's still out. Um, okay. The third thing that it got me thinking on was what is well, everybody kept calling her the 12th man. And I was like, I've definitely heard that before, but like, is this a thing in Tennessee? So I did a little bit of research. It's really called the 12th Titan. And the reason why the honoree is called the 12th Titan is because the 12th man was actually this whole big lawsuit situation where the 12th man is actually something that's patented by Texas A&M. And the Seahawks. They go back and forth and fight about that. Right. I did not know that. I knew it was a Seahawks thing. I had no idea about A&M. No, A&M's thing, it was like not for, I guess it was first. I don't really know. But the Seahawks tried calling it and then Texas was like, go horns or whatever they say. And they're like... (laughs) Fuck you. Aggies. Um, Aggies. Go, go University horns. University of Texas. <laughs> what? Like UT, like UT Austin. Or the That's Longhorns. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Texas A&M Aggies. <laughs> what is an Aggie? That's another stack segment. Agriculturalist. No. It, is, There's no way. I thought, isn't it Aggies like agriculture? Is that not right? There's no way that's what it is. What is Aggie short for? If it is, I'm leaving. What is Aggie? You have a very fast type, Bruno. Oh, oh wait, my I God, knew this. That... I knew this. Yes. You have like a record of words per minute. Yeah, I do. Wait, I Bruno, do. please, please say it out loud. Just tell me how. You... Can you tell me the website too? I want to go home. I and think practice. it's speedtyping.com. I could do it live for us now. Wait, no. Speedtyping.com. Uh, I'll find you the right one. I'll find there is Kay. one, but I'm yeah. We're we're breaking uh, in sixty seconds. We're breaking triple digits. Yeah, Bruno types over 100 words in a minute. And I remember I got to like 80 once, and I was like, that's the fastest I've ever typed. I'm usually like in the 50s or 60s. Yeah. Oh, it's – okay, got it. Live – It's it sounds weird. Livechat.com slash typing dash speed test. It's great. Speed test. It gives you words. Mm, it starts like something you start where typing. you find internet strangers. <laughs> no, nope, I'm looking at it right now. It says test your typing skills. Anyways, going back to my huge brain, I'm pretty sure it's agriculture. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's uh, Texas A&M. We've had a lot of bases today. Yeah. Yeah, because it's A and M is agricultural and mechanical. Absolutely oh. did not know that. Yeah. No, me either. I'm I was a like, what the hell fucking is... huge brain. <laughs> you do. I'm. I'm mine I'm... feels like goddamn mush. <laughs> I tonight, also just so. said out loud, I'm a fucking huge brain. <laughs> so, wait, is there? So a, I... is, what happened to stat? Is there? Are you just telling us about your weekend, or is there stats somewhere in here? <laughs> I was starting to talk about the 12th Titan. Okay, let's go. The 12th Titan information was my stat. But also, I was demanded to find out the slug snail situation. (laughs) So really, you're getting bonus stats today. We also learned about PEMDAS and King Philip wanting soda. Yeah, grape soda. God. I feel like if someone was high and listening to the end of this. I feel hammered right now. (laughs) Like if someone was high. I'll have to send this to Steve or Jake. Mm. They'll be like, they'd be like, whoa, the end of the podcast was so <laughs> rad. Happened? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the 12th Titan fan, it was a fan initiative. We're still talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, because obviously when people refer to the 12th man, they're talking about their fans. So um, 
That's that. They, but they couldn't call it the 12th man because Texas A&M got her panties in a tangle and with the <laughs> Seattle Seahawks and other teams that tried to do the same thing. So they call it the wow. 12th Titan. Sean Johnson East was honored as the 12th Titan, which means she got to go at the game, gun on the field at the beginning of the game and spear the middle of the field so with cool. a sword. Um, which kind of reminded me of that big brain i might need your help here like alexander the great or whatever who like had to mm. pull a sword out of a rock oh no 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 you're thinking Different of guy. uh th- what's that that's like the english dude it's like the you're uh, oh. did he ever was, do it by the way what was the name of that sword someone pulled it out of the rock it was stuck in the rock. only a true warrior could pull the sword out of the thing i know what you're talking about but it was some english fairy it's like the i don't know I don't know about y'all, but that was an actual thing in um, Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? Oh, oh, Time Force. Power Rangers Time Force. Excalibur. Not, that was the not, sword. I not not Lightspeed Rescue. There's no chance my brain will be working for the next seven to ten business days. <laughs> Everyone go look up the first episode of Power Rangers Time Force. Mm. And they, or was it Galaxy? I don't remember. One of those two where they literally, you become the Red Ranger if you can pull the sword out of the rock Holy and no one can pull it out. You just and then someone... said so many words in wrong orders. I no, think no, no, you no. need to delete that file no, no, no. and make space I'm following for new no. info. No, I'm following along perfectly. Thank you, Bruno. So if you want to be the Red Power Ranger, you have to rip the sword out of the rock. Oh, and my God. Everyone tried. This. Everyone tried. No one could do it. And then all of a sudden, this man comes up like in the middle of the night, rips that shit out, and now all of a sudden, pow, Red Ranger. Well, I just looked it up. That the original thing is King Arthur, King who pulled Arthur. Excalibur from the stone. Don't care about him. So, <sighs> anyways, I thought it might have something to do with that, but it doesn't sound like it does. The Tennessee Titans are considered to be stronger than gods. Hmm. Nice. So, that's kind of where that comes from. Um, but the the honoree, the twelfth Titan. Um, represents all 69,143 fans at each game. The honoree will have some sort of Tennessee roots and could be a celebrity, civic leader, community hero, a fan, or former Titans player. Um, Sean Johnson East doesn't have any Tennessee roots. She grew up in, like, Idaho or something, Indianapolis, somewhere more north. It was Power Rangers Galaxy Force. Just Send me the link after this. Okay. Break. All right. All right. Do they have any skits on the internet that we can? <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, uh, shout out Percy Jackson. If you ever read that, Titans and gods would do battle. That's why Titans are stronger than gods. Shout out mm-hmm. Lightning Thief. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. times. Good summer reading. Nice. Love that. <laughs> I I said that I would. I read The Blind Side every year in high school. And I gave a <laughs> and I I gave a speech about it. Dust every, off the old Google yeah, presentation. I'm like ah, The Blind Side. <laughs> Your class is like here here goes Kurt again. <laughs> this, uh, Talking about this, Power Rangers. This, this idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. I'm putting a three minute cap on this episode. It's time to go. No cap. I'm n- can't even get through my stat. You're right. I I'm, I will not interrupt you from this point forward. Please go. That's simply not the case. Um, watch watch it. No. Okay. So I you all know that I'm a big fan of colors and logos and letters and numbers on the teams. And now they're all shaking their heads and nodding and they're being assholes because they're trying not to interrupt me. Um, so I realized as I'm like, what is the significance of this sword? Obviously the Tennessee Titans logo is infiltrating these articles I'm looking at. And if you could see the bottom of the T, it looks like a sword. And I'm like, there must be something there. So I was like trying to look up where the team name came from. It's really just the whole Greek mythology thing. That's why the lettering kind of looks like Greek mythology stuff. Um, but 
It says uh, a titan in Greek mythology, born of Uranus in Gaia, Gaia, and ruling the earth until oh, I heard a giggle. Ruling the earth until overthrown by the Olympi- Olympian gods, or one that is gigantic in size or power, one that stands out for greatness of achievement, or Titan, subword of titanium, as in sword. Oh. So, really, I don't know if we learned literally anything there, but that's my stat. Then I went the extra mile because I was really just curious about why what teams Andrew East has played for because his wife is a gymnast and was asked to do this. He played for the Kansas City Chiefs, Seattle Seahawks, 12th man, Oakland Raiders, yep. LA Rams, Oakland Raiders again, Jacksonville Jaguars, wait for it, the Memphis Express. Oh, hell yeah, the New York Guardians. And the uh, is actually the LaGuardia Gothams and oh, yeah. the Washington football team. Um, thanks for WFT, baby. Yeah, so really that's just not really stats, but just information dump because I wish I was still in Nashville and I'm living vicariously through Sean Johnson East and Andrew East and their two children, Drew Hazel East and Jet James East. Well, thank you to the East family. Thank you to Stats Guy. <laughs> Um, my brain is mush. <laughs> Bruno, please. Thank you so please much for end doing this such a great job not interrupting me. It was a lot of silence and it made me uncomfortable, but way worse, right? I really you like our like... banter that we have. Me too. It's way more fun. Bruno, you can stop interrupting. You can just <laughs> actually, you can interrupt me right now and just end the show. Okay. So thank you for <laughs> allowing me to do that. Uh, first of all, shout out East West Blue Jackets. Second of all, Abby, <laughs> hate to, I mean, sorry, stats guy, hate to undermine your stat. Titans were actually named after the Teen Titans. Nothing like you said. It was really just the Teen Titans all along. Appreciate all that segment. That segment was longer than our football talk this week. So for all the loyal God, fans of like the it. Stats Guy segment, you got a longer segment of than our actual football segment this week. So you know what? We're a multifaceted podcast. We're, you know, we're getting new sponsors. Kurt, you got Fantasy Pro this week. We're getting new sponsors by the week. So we appreciate the millions of ad revenue we're doing. We appreciate the billions of fans. I don't know how we got to this point. Um, I still am staring at a Google search that said, are snails and slugs the same? I'm going to be thinking about that the rest of the night. Hopefully you all are too. Hopefully you learned something new from this. You don't have podcast. to think about it all night because we know that Kurt was right. They are the same just without well, a shell. You know, I'm inviting King Philip over for grape soda. He'll be over later. We're going to have a nice long chat about it. I'll fill you in. I I'm going to be the red. My phone. I'm going to be oh. the Red Ranger by tomorrow. I yeah, see, I have I a, link a link open up on my phone that says Power Rangers Lost Galaxy Episode One. So all right, we're so all we're going to get out of Dodge. Ending up in a weird place from where we started today. <laughs> we're getting out of Dodge uh, right now. We're going to end this right now so we can all watch this together. But anyways, for all you loyal <laughs> listeners, thank you very much for keeping your head straight or not. Who knows what you did? And we will see you next time on Playing the Field. Bye, guys.